Hello, you're listening to episode two of Are We Adults Yet? But Not Yet. Through editing this episode, there it has come to my attention that there are quite a lot of pops, loud bangs, claps, whatever you want to call it. It can only get better from here, baby. But uh, okay, here's the episode. Goodbye. I wish all my friends would just stop having children. Well, good evening to uh, another episode of uh, Are We Adults Yet? We come to you. Uh, is it is it cheating? Do we do we call it out straight away? No. Or? It's the same day as the first podcast. Sorry. Sometimes, uh, not that we are a professional production by any means. Uh, productions will do more things uh, on one day. Fucking bite me. Uh, who else is here? We've got, oh, I'm we've got Harvey. the old regular, Harvey. I, I co-host this podcast. Uh, it's my microphone. It is, and we're going to turn your microphone up. There okay. we go. Is that yep. better? I think so. Hello? Bing bong. I just turned it down. It is good. <laughs> we might be... A few drinks in. <laughs> Who can say? I certainly can't. It's um, anybody's game. If you might have heard, we've got a special guest with us. Special guest. State your name. Hello, my name's George. I'm the cleaner. George is our cleaner. No, George, as you know, uh, we spoke about him in the last episode. He is the uh, the Jingle Man. Jingle Man. Am I right? Is that your official title? That's my title. Okay, great. So we've got Jingle Boy. And we're gonna we're gonna be asking them some questions, having a chat, and kind of going from there. Really, we're so, we're yeah. coming live from Brighton Electric Studios, uh, where we've been playing some songs. Do you want to talk about those songs? Do you want to talk about what we've been doing? So yeah, why don't you give some context to the to the thousands of listeners? Well, I will tell you for that. I am. Um... My name's George, and when I'm not cleaner, I um, I write songs, and um, I've got a nice little project going at the minute. It's called Safety Jacket, and uh, one of the things I wanted to do when starting the project was uh, start the band with members um, being my friends and just playing songs um, with my friends. And um, I have got um, lovely Harvey Cash, um, who's playing bass and singing, and I've also got lovely Joe. He's playing drums and singing in the band, and I'm having a lovely time. I hope they are too. And it's um, it's all going really well. Wait a minute. Um, we're enjoying it. We're enjoying it. So, safety jacket. Talk to me. What's it about? <laughs> what colour is your safety jacket? Is it fluorescent, as most safety jackets are famously? <laughs> tell me about. It. I'll tell you about my. Uh, mm. Safety jacket. I want to know, is it an actual jacket you named the band off? <laughs> I don't know where it came from or, uh, or why it's called that, but I guess it's a nice um, I guess it's a nice thing, isn't it, to have some sort, of, uh, some sort of blanket from the world or the people that might bring you down and, and have a little um, room that you can go and shout and, um, and scream in. That can be your safety jacket, you know. And uh, my friends that I play in the band with are my safety jacket. Mm. And um, yeah, I think it can be anything that you want. 
Yeah, could have called it safety blanket, but it sounds good. <laughs> oh, my blanket. Blanket. Yeah, that, that, those connotations kind of jump out straight away, don't they? Yeah. yeah. So it's a weird one. I've not really thought about it too much, but I guess it, uh, the more and more we play together, the more it makes sense. And what is this? Our third, fourth? I think this is our fourth practice. Our fourth today. practice. And it's um, it's really sounding really nice, and I'm so excited to get it out in the world. And, and um, it's become a really nice project. Joe um, also um, kindly, uh, as well as playing drums, is, has been the producer for um, uh, the music that I've been putting out with it. Um, I don't know what I'm talking about. You had a weird tense if you're not here. <laughs> but we have, haven't we? I'm We've dead. Been I'm dead. I don't exist. Uh, we did the single uh, together, didn't we? We did Soft and Great White Shark together. We did, yeah. And, um, and then I came back to you saying, I want more. <laughs> and um, we recorded. Oh, um, the plan was to go in and record just two songs that were going to be part of a four track EP with Joe. And we recorded the whole thing in a day, didn't we? And, we did. And um, yeah. I'm super proud of it. It's probably the. Thing I'm most proud that I've ever created. I've never done an EP before, and um, and it's so exciting changing them songs um, when we've been playing them live and we're expanding on that. And um, yeah, it's um, it's I'm really excited for it. It's quite amazing that you've like been. Uh, Is this podcast been... going to be about Sleepy Jacket? No, only <laughs> But I mean, we might as well talk about what we oh, know. Thank you. Um, but it's kind of amazing that you. This is your first EP because you've worked with a lot of projects and is there something is there something in recording and playing something fast so it's kind of a lightning in a bottle or is it how does it how's this different to some of the things you've been on before well i was saying to joe we had a chat like ages ago about um i said to joe what i I wanted to do some recording with him i didn't give him very much information as to what it was going to be because i still weren't really entirely sure what i wanted it to be but we did chat and i knew that whatever it was going to sound like I wanted it to be something that sounded like it needed to come out very quickly and something that needed to not be processed too much or, or anything like that I just wanted it to be very instant and um, I feel like that's the best way to convey the energy and the emotion in these songs is to is to just do it and um, yeah, I mean I guess it is my first EP and it's something I've wanted to do since I was probably about 13, 14 the romance of doing like an EP in bands I love growing up having these things um, and it's very different to you know being in bands before. You just put out a singular song, um, which is what I've done up till this point. And it's so nice to work on a body of something and four songs to create like a narrative and themes within that, and like a title that sums up what it's about. Um, so yeah, it's um, it's been really. And also this project's been different. Not to go on, but this project's been different in the way that normally I don't know if you've had this in bands is that when you finally get to the stage you're getting the band together to record say a song in a day in a studio you're paying for that time is a song that maybe you've already had and been playing for like two years or something whereas when I what I what's different about this project is I will book time in with Joe to record and most of the stuff isn't even written yet and it gives a good constraint on me to really just not faff around too much and actually just say what I mean and just and put the put it out on paper because yeah. I need to get it done so um, to record because you told me as well as Harvey I think I heard it from Harvey first that when we booked the first session the songs weren't even finished yet No, and I quite like that kind of in the immediacy behind it kind of like trying to finish 
something and yeah, I guess capture the original kind of essence. Yeah. And, you know, I guess that's kind of the golden the golden time in terms of like capturing something before it gets too old or yeah. I mean it's different across different um bands and musicians and how they kind of work but I really like the way that we work yeah and, definitely um, no I yeah. love it and I've been blessed to work with you guys in the live setting and also in the production side of it as well and, and uh, yeah it's um, uh, it's it's nice to do something different and, and be have these songs like not fully formed yet because I think it contributes to the sound of it and the mood and everything like that that it's just sort of had to be cobbled together I remember driving to yours uh, to go and record the single and literally as I was driving thinking Oh, you know what, I'm going to rewrite that verse and I was literally rewriting it as I was going <laughs> over the ditching hill seriously like, yeah oh it was to pick up this tambourine it was that was where I was, I was driving <laughs> tambourine. To, and I was like you know what, I'm going to rewrite that so literally on the day on in the car of the, of the day of recording it was changing and I think that's what made it a bit more exciting for me and, and going in and doing that EP I was like the songs I've written could come out I could come away and be like this is shit but actually I came away and it was maybe the environment we had meant that it just it it's become the, like a unit of work that I'm so so happy with and, and not look back on it now and think oh fuck, I wish I'd done anything better or anything different um, so so yeah um, that was a very long winded answer Sweet. No, it's but, a good uh, answer. but yeah I feel like that sense of writing stuff uh, very quickly um, is a big contributor to the sound of the of the songs. I, I for one, am quite terrified because I haven't played on stage for about ten years. So th- yeah, this is quite an interesting experience for you. Then, yeah. how do you feel about the whole performing? Oh, completely <laughs> nervous. Like completely, I'm I'm bricking it a bit. And I'm playing bass, which isn't my instrument, so I'm figuring that out as I go along. And yeah, and I'm also in a room with two people who are accomplished musicians, so it's kind of like it's it's only pressure in that it's pressure that I'm putting on myself, but also it's the most fun and exciting thing that I've got. Doing. That's happening for me. So that's good. And it will be good. That we'll play off. Yeah, I mean, you're doing, you're doing a great job anyway. Oh, thank like, you. you are. <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I think already it's um, it's very much a, um, from the practices we've done, it's very much a band that um, I don't think we could get the same sound that we've got right now with, if it were anyone else. So if, like, it's not like where maybe we're not been in other bands where if someone can't play the show, we just get someone else in. I very much feel like if someone can play the show in this band we wouldn't play because I yeah. think it's very much dependent on the sound that you guys create I mean drums isn't is, is an instrument that you are very skilled at but it's not like your first instrument is it? No I've kind of just cobbled it together I'm so sorry I can't we, We're all kind of what's exciting about this project maybe is that we've all in a sense got this thing of trying to sort of blag it a bit you know I'm trying to blag these songs that I'm kind of writing we're all trying to sort of Learn our instruments a little bit more. No, no, that's a bit of a cliche, but you know, it is. It, but that's what I think is exciting because we kind of all need each other to accept that and and give each other support in playing it. And I'm very excited for when we play our first show because it's um, you know, if, if it sounds like what we've been doing today, I just can't wait for people to hear. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, should we, should yeah. we move on to our as per the new formula of the podcast? <laughs> we've got we've got some questions. <laughs> We've got some questions for the guests because we're working with Are We Adults Yet? Right. And maybe we don't stick to the topic. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. This is our effort in this new 
series of hopefully reached thousands and millions of people who are trying to make it uh, yeah, more relatable to the topic. Um, probably quite late to say as well, we are in the smoking area of Brighton Electric, so apologies if other bands or people are picked up, it's just the nature of the place, so um, that probably should have been mentioned at the start. Who are you? Who are you? My name is George, and um, I am... George who? <laughs> um, my name is George Smale, and I'm not proud of my surname, but it's, uh, it's a name that I've come to live with, and um, I'm a songwriter, um, a walker, and, um, and uh, <laughs> a kind person. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and how old are you, George Smale? I'm 26 years old. And how the hell did you get in here? <laughs> I don't know. That was Joe's question. <laughs> How the hell did you get in here? <laughs> I made a secret tunnel and I oh, crawled under here. Very good. Um, what, what did you make the tunnel out of? A shiv. A shiv. A spoon. <laughs> a shank. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I uh, dug my way through um, using my consciousness, um, my willpower, and my ability to make friends. Okay, how, how do you know us? <laughs> um, I know... What are your first memories of us? I know Harvey from school. And, um, and uh, uh, we met because we were forced to meet in our tutor group. That's uh, where we got put together. And um, I think we met through a mutual friend uh, called Harley Blake. And we both were sort of there to help out Harley Blake. Um, and then we both formed a friendship um, Despite and now we ditched him, and now oh. we're friends. Oh, how sad! <laughs> and, um, it's like Romeo and Juliet. I don't think Harley Blake thinks of us that often. Um, Press it again. But still, he was a great um, allower in our in our relationship. I know Joe um, through Harvey, and I remember. <laughs> um, I remember. The first time I ever met Joe at Brighton train station and uh, come through the barrier and being around with Joe, yeah, I've heard a lot about you. And uh, we probably talked about some bands. Um, but then I don't remember what we did that day. I don't know what we were doing. Uh, Was it like a, yeah, like a day trip to Brighton? teenage day trip to Brighton. Yeah. Did we go see a film or something? I really don't know. I don't know what we did. I don't know if you, I don't we, know if you were there. We must have been in college. So yeah. it, we must have been about, what, uh, 16, 17, yeah. something like that? And when you think about it, like, <laughs> because probably then within about a year and a bit, we were already then playing in bands together. We then, yeah, so then, very very soon after me meeting you, I started playing um, bass in your band called... Um, Oh fuck! Well, we, we don't need to talk about it. But, uh, <laughs> no, 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 let's talk. No, 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 no. But, uh, we, but we had, we had a really great band actually. We, I really no, loved. No, no, no. It's on the tip of my tongue. No, uh, no, no. But we had a thrash really, team. No, it wasn't. It wasn't thrash. Is it Garbands? No, <laughs> you were. It wasn't that. I've got a list of it. No, 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 no. I'm no. What's it fucking called? Um, and it was you, me, and Connor, and you were playing bass. I was um, on a drum kit. No problems! <laughs> <laughs> Is that on the list? I'm so sorry. It was called No, it was problems. Called no problems. And, um, uh, but we had a really magic, um, in some ways, without the. It was bit- great. We used to rehearse uh, above 
a guy called Clive's Guitar Shop. Yeah. Pretty sure Clive had <laughs> murdered people. Yeah. I think he had. And, he used um, to dress in camo quite a lot, sometimes with a cowboy oh, hat on. I have no problems on the list. That's amazing. Um, <laughs> I've got a list of George's brilliant. band let's, names. Let's not go through that. We're not going to go and, through uh, it. No, it's another time. Um, but just but, for reference, was it before or, before or after Thrash Teams? <laughs> it was after. It was okay, the band cool. straight after Thrash Teams. it's chronological. If I remember. Thank you. But, whilst all this is so embarrassing, what the name was, it was a really... Um, you know, it's a bit of a silly thing to say, but it was probably that unit that we had, you mean, kind of probably one of the best bands I've ever been in, in that we had this magic where we could go into a room and none of us ever wrote any songs outside of the room and no one mm. ever was like, oh, this is a song I've brought in or, or I've been working on lyrics for this. It was just, we just jammed it and we would create these songs only within that room. And the songs we made at the time, to us, to me were brilliant do you remember nothing at all nothing at all nothing at all because like one of the first gigs we did was like this uh, what was the magazine it's called Vice it was Vice we did the, the Vice magazine launch party which is still very you know very prominent magazine at the time um, <laughs> now rather and it was a yeah, green door store but it was like a late gig and I'd I didn't live in Bright at the time and oh, no, did no, you no, guys yeah did. you guys had names I lived in like a little village near Lewis and it was like, we were on at like half midnight. And I was just thinking, like, how am I going to get home? So my parents were just waiting outside in the car yeah, the entire yeah. time. And they had to come and, had to go and hop yeah, in the car. We got back. And we must have, I don't know. But yeah, it was so weird. We just blagged that show. I mean, it was so uh, much fun. And then we played. You didn't have a hi hat clutch. Yeah, and my kit was like falling apart while we were playing it. And someone <laughs> had to come up on stage and like fix it kindly. We played that and then we played at the horn. Um, and I do oh not God, know yeah. how the hell we got them gigs when now I'm like trying so hard to get shows I can't get us any when we, we did that <laughs> we had nothing and people just put us on it was mad but um, but it, yeah what I'm trying to gabble on about is that I met you through that band we had a great time we then went on to do other bands together um, been in each other's uh, out of like each other's lives musically but we've always been good friends we've always been to a lot of shows together we went to go see Ice Age at the 100 Club I remember I loved that show that was great um, was it really that long ago yeah oh my God. we went to see Drench uh, uh, Comedia um, oh when I jumped on stage yeah. and rolled around on the floor <laughs> and I won a, a blood soaked five pound note that was it because in the first the first song of their first album People <laughs> in Love there's a line that goes sometimes I like to roll around on the ground and I bet George and my mate Patrick who was there that if they play that first, I would do that. There wasn't a bouncer, so I just, I just did it. I think we saw the setlist, knew it was coming first, and we were like, Joe, did you? I bet you, oh. if, if they <laughs> play that. that first, you have to do that." And then you I did, did not it. know. Oh my god! <laughs> I just thought they would play that first because it's they only had that album. Yeah, yeah. They, um, but uh, anyway, uh, yeah. So we've had loads of nice times, been to loads of good shows, and it's great to now after. I don't know how long be back in a band with you and be mm. back doing music together creatively together so definitely what's the next question oh uh, what's the most adult thing you've bought uh, <laughs> the most adult thing I've bought is um, you've bought plasters before yeah, <laughs> you uh, talked about that in a previous episode. I remember. Um, did I? Yeah, yeah. About the story about the the kid in the yeah. past. <laughs> yeah, I loved that. Um, 
Oh god, that would have been ages ago. I mean, for reference, that's uh, that's. You have to dig through. You can you can find that somewhere online. Um, (laughs) Most other thing I've ever bought is um, well, actually, it's not the most thing I've I've not bought it, but I got given it. Um, I was like, this is a real sign of getting like old. It's like I got given like a foot file. (laughs) You know, like what's a foot file? (laughs) Like. Uh, oh, you mean for scrape? Oh, oh wow! <laughs> Who the hell gave you that? <laughs> Was it used? No, 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 my grandfather was given it by his grandfather. <laughs> Six generations of smell have filed their feet down with this magic device. And some say that when you file your foot with the family foot file, <laughs> you can feel the feet of your ancestors looking up at you. <laughs> George, George, do you, do you feel responsible? Or anything. Well, however, you want to answer the question. Do you? No. Do you really? <laughs> oh. I so much, so much wanted to say yes, but I don't know if I do. I think I've been questioning the responsibility of myself. I think I treat myself a bit like, like a, like a. Like an old car that you'd like. Oh, I should like do something to make this better. It's a bit splutter or anything. I should take it for a service. But it will, it'll be fine. It'll keep going. <laughs> so um, no, I don't feel very responsible. Um, do you like growing up? Not really. No. Um, I feel like um, it's something that's happening to me. But it, oh, it's like um, it's it's like um, it's like getting older is like a debt that you're that you owe, you know. But I'm actually still like 18. <laughs> I don't feel like I've changed since I got to, from that point. But I'm still like getting older, um, and I feel like it's like a, just a number. It's a bit like saying you now owe this much money. It's like you owe this much time. Do you, do you reckon you've got... This isn't an official question, but do you reckon you've got better at cooking since you turned 18? That's a good one. You, you said, have that on there. Do you, do you reckon you're better at cooking? <laughs> I'm right yeah. Yes. <laughs> Definitely. I don't know if I knew how to cook anything when I was 18. I don't know what I don't know what the hell did I eat when I was like moved out. I think Look, we've all survived. It's... Probably just survived off like toast and microwave porridge and shit like that. I still know people who they like a friend of mine would just cook. And you if you're listening, you know who you are. Um would just have like plain porridge in the morning and then like variations on like chicken no. and sweet corn for dinner. Chicken and sweet corn some porridge. sort of protein style thing for lunch. I thought you were going to say plain porridge in the morning. Variations on porridge. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought you were going to say. Have the it's porridge twenty four seven. When I was eighteen, I was in New Zealand. So oh, you were. I remember so we met you actually on uh, when you got back. You met. There's a you nice guys picture met. of us, and it's a nice safety jacket picture. And you'd like shut up. 
Yeah. Well, I, I was taller than Harvey one time, believe me. And uh, there's a photo of me and I'm sure it was one. And now it's remained that way ever since. So I, I went out to New Zealand and stayed with my aunt and uncle. <laughs> and that was fine. That was... My aunt was very good cook. And it was just nice being in a family home. But then when I started living in hostels... <laughs> And it was for sudden, I remember the sudden kind of realisation of yeah. going to the supermarket on my own for the first time and thinking, oh shit, what do I cook? Yeah. And like, I could cook bits, but it's not very m- much variety in tomato pasta. Did you find that staying with other people, I, mean, I don't know what the age range was, but was it beneficial in terms of your culinary experience? Not really, we were all just so, we were working in vineyards and but it cost if you walked half a mile to the Domino's and picked up a Domino's from there cost like six, seven dollars which is like three pip pound fifty so you'd work a hard day on the video and you'd go and get a Domino's every day because we were all too but yeah I, I had a jar of peanut butter and instant noodles and if you put peanut butter in a, in a batch of instant noodles, oh, yeah. then it's Ooh. a poor man's satay sauce, right? That's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I've got, I, for the record, I think I'm better at cooking. I think you're very foodie, actually, quite now. You know, you're very, like, in tune with knowing what things go well. Maybe that's, you know, you've seen a lot of combinations of marmalade My, and that, but I feel like you're very good. Cooking, My parents are foodies. Yeah, like, I think you're a very like good food. Hmm. Like, well, from living with you for a year, it, you know, like you, you whip up these amazing things, and it's like it's nobody's kind. business. You know, You're very kind. Just go. Oh. I kept you alive. <laughs> you did a little bit. I mean, but, I'd like I'd like to think I'm not a bad cook. I mean, but my my pay packet was a rather I can rather slim last year. <laughs> I can cook quite well, but when I've been working at a cafe, yeah, I basically just there survived were days on sandwiches. When, when it was sandwiches and bread, and be texting Joe going, "Don't worry, Joe, I'm bringing you back four salmon bagels, which I can't eat. No one else wants them. Come back with two bags of food. So you better and eat that it would today. be my dinner. That would be my fucking dinner <laughs> and your breakfast <laughs> oh this is a hummus sandwich it doesn't look very interesting but there's some cheese in the, in the fridge so what's the oh I jazzed it all up yeah <laughs> let's jazz up this hummus sandwich what's the best thing that you can cook Joe what's your like if you had um, someone coming over and you're like what's your piede resistor I I'm, I make a mean kedgeri kedgeri yeah mm. which is uh, it's eggs and Prawns and all it's sorts like fish of fish rice. Yeah, isn't it's, it? it's deli- yeah, it's delicious. It's like a breakfast. I use a brown dish. rice as opposed to a basmati. Well, as opposed to a white rice, which I think yeah. is normally used. But yeah, add some chives in there, gives it a bit of you know, like some spring onions maybe as well. Um, but I've been since I've been with my new partner, we're cooking a lot of pies together, like veggie oh, veggie yes. pies. Wow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, there was a lot of pies and uh, lots of pies. In fact, me and my parents for we had like a b- birthday meal with like my grandma. She came over and uh, I helped them make a veggie <laughs> cottage pie. But the the topping instead of just potato, it was a mixture of potato and butternut squash, mm, and it meant that it was really it was delicious, but it was really light. And yeah, that was incredible. Oh, like, I'd, I'd, yeah, like half and half. Oh, why have I not? Really, really that's good. Like that's something I'd love to make. I, don't know, I, don't, I could easily do. That. I'm getting so hungry. I'm just thinking about it. Getting hard, right? Pies. Are <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, 
but um, anyway, uh, <laughs> um, George, do you feel like an adult? <laughs> I know we've had similar questions already, but we're still working on my format. No. Um, why? <coughs> um. <laughs> I have written why. <laughs> no, we have written why. Um, I feel like, um, I feel too much like, I feel like when you're an adult, maybe, I assume when you're an adult, you're like in control. Um, and I feel like maybe I don't have an essence of control. And mm. that I'm, um, you know, the world is is happening to me as opposed to me doing things to the world. So I think that's when I would convert to being an adult. But then I think it depends on what it is you're doing, you know, that you can do things where sometimes when you do new stuff or, or um, you know, get involved with things that you haven't before, you can feel quite adult. I guess there's speed. just so much time, isn't there, if you think about it. Mm. And we're only like, what? Quarter, quarter of the way in, baby. So it's like, how do you then progress on to new frontiers? Yeah, you know, it's just yeah. Because I, I guess for us, right, we've always done music, and then you never know. Someday we might not do music. Yeah. Although I know that we both really want to continue yeah. it, you know, for, yeah. forever. Um, but kind of, you know, what do we do? Is there scope for something else? We might, I guess, we might surprise ourselves. I, I, I suppose it's a an element of uncertainty, isn't there, to it? Um, I think I'm just very conscious of um, not wanting to. I don't know. The, I don't know if you have this um, that people we've grown up with are very much like they want to grow up and they want to be adults. And uh, I'm very conscious of like not resisting it because I'm very much ready to be. You know, I want to be an adult. I'm making this podcast so boring, <laughs> but I want to be an adult someday. Sure, we love it. But I don't want to rush. I definitely don't want to rush you know these people that are a bit like too keen to grow up you know people who maybe are age are a bit too adult yeah um, I guess we're at an awkward age aren't we where people are you know like married or they own their own house things that are very adult but um, I think I'm definitely not in that realm yet because it feels like only yesterday we were you know um, having to like <laughs> shift Leaves and shopping trolleys and light our cigs off toasters and, and um, you know put on shows in our bedrooms and stuff and I don't feel like I don't would do that. I think it's a bit of a myth that an adult has things in control. I think it's more a nature of being better at dealing with it. Cause well, if you like, <clears throat> um, a good friend of mine who um, you know who I'm talking about, and you probably you might know who I'm talking about. Uh, his teacher at the moment <laughs> and he I wouldn't necessarily say that he well it's hard being a new teacher for one but I suppose our perception of teachers growing up is oh you know they're, they're adults they know what they're doing and then knowing that he is a teacher and like some of the stuff that he does not to be derogatory if you're listening which he probably isn't um, but or she. Or she. I do not discriminate. <laughs> Throwing up. Oh no, I've done it again. Um, <laughs> just vomited. Um, but I suppose what I'm trying to say is that it is a preconception. Yeah, the teachers are have their shit have their shit together basically. The nature of their job. But but does that mean is that the assumption that the believed 
um, tag of an adult is somebody that has their lives together. I think it is. To me, it seems like. I mean, adults still make. I think what we learn as we get older is that adults still make mistakes. And there's not really that much difference between us and our parents and their thought process and the things that they do. But I think when you're growing up, it, that's what an adult seems in there, that someone that's in control. Teachers aren't in control. I've got nothing to say more on teachers. <laughs> Any more questions? Um, do you feel... No. Do, do you enjoy growing... Oh, we had that. Uh, do, do you think you look your age? <laughs> <laughs> I worry that I do, actually. I do worry that I'm kind of like, um, I think, you know, you only know your own face as well as yourself, don't you? And, uh, yeah, I do worry I look my age. I'm a bit concerned. But I keep thinking 26 is old, but 26 is really, you've still got three years, I'll still be in my 20s, so it's all right. Hey, we're not 30 yet. No. I think, I was saying to Harvey in the last episode earlier today, um, that... That, I suppose, for me, anyway, would be the kind of, the, the uh, precipice of, I don't know, how am I doing, life kind of check, in a sense, but I don't want to get too bogged down in all of that, you know, I think you should try and take it stage that kind of comes. Oh, definitely. But, um, As we have no choice to. I think, I think we all look our age, but in the best possible way. In the best possible way. In the best possible way, yeah. I don't think we look too old, <laughs> or haggard, or or just worn down. I think we look. I think we look good. I think it's. I think you would always. I think once you get to a certain point, you feel like that. Any regardless of what age you are, don't you? You know, like when people create their birthday events on Facebook, they all go. Yeah. Oh my God, I'm, we're getting old. It's my twenty third birthday. When really we're like that was three years ago. We're still about. So um, I think you would feel like that any time, wouldn't you? You know, when you're 30, you're still, like, super young. You're not even 40, and even when you're 40, you're super young. <laughs> yeah, so absolutely. It's, it's mad. Um, when they say life begins at 50, <laughs> fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and final question. Uh, Am I the most boring person in the world yet? <laughs> no. Uh, next question. <laughs> How old were you when you found out? <laughs> I was, uh, <laughs> I was 14. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Great. I think that clips loads, but... <laughs> well, it'll be fun for me in the edit. So, I'll, um... Is there Um... Oh, George is wearing a Nick Cave t-shirt. That's true, yeah. And uh, I love Nick Cave. Nick yeah. Cave's great. Great guy. He, you sold him many a pastry. I, I haven't seen, I served him in a while because the cafe that I work at opened a store across the road which is quick takeaway coffee, quick things. How often does he go he to He just that? goes in there. He doesn't go in the cafe where there's loads of people. It's detracted you. But occasionally I see him running across the road, up the road from his place. I love to see Nick Cave running. I did, no, this is it. Because you, you get this I'm image... I'm coming again, a bagel! You get this kind of image of Nick Cave. But when you see... But he was running up the road, kind of a light jog pace. Was he sort of wearing his all black attire? No, 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 it was kind of in like a black tra- 
a t-shirt and, and black tracksuit. <laughs> and he saw me because I was taking something back across the road. And he went, hey! Because I haven't spoken to him in a couple of years, in a year and a half or so. And I went, oh, hey, Nick. That was it. <laughs> he went in the store. <laughs> so weird, isn't it? Oh, <laughs> the idea of seeing this guy. And I'd like to get him on the podcast and ask him. Oh, like my a, God. <laughs> about age. I think he... Have you read any of the Red Hand files that he posts online? No, I'm not. I don't know. So, it's just on his website. People, you can anonymously ask a question. And then he sometimes gets around to answering some of these questions the most brilliant, long, profound ways. So answering questions like people have asked, when will I stop feeling lonely? And he gives this multiple paragraph answer about the difference between being alone and being lonely. And being lonely being the craving of some kind of human connection and being alone there's a definite skill in learning how to be alone and they're quite profound and brilliant and in a recent one he called Kanye <laughs> our greatest living artist yeah, <laughs> he'd like put and two just, questions yeah. together and, he, and I can't remember what the title together was but the other words was, and as for that Kanye well, Nick Cave, if you're listening, up. we'd love to have you on our podcast. Explain yourself. Well, unless there's anything else to say, uh, thank you to our our amazing guest, George Smale. I've got some cleaning to do. And uh, regardless of whether that he's a authenticated cleaner or not, he's going to do some cleaning. So, um, yeah, thank you. And will he's going to clean be, up uh, his act. He's going to clean up his soul. <laughs> and will we be hearing some more uh, jingles on the podcast anytime soon? Of course you will. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Good night, everyone. All right. See you next See time. You well.